This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. And hello, I'm your host, Wes Bleed. It will not replace face-to-face, but I've talked to a bunch of people in the industry and a bunch of business people, and it certainly will be, the new normal will be more virtual meetings. That's longtime WQA member and past WQA president, John Packard, talking about life after COVID-19. And welcome to WQA Radio, news and insights about the water treatment industry. You can find us at wqa.org on social media like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. This is episode number 193, and if you're joining us for the first time, glad you are here. Be sure to hit that subscribe button on your podcast app or player, and you'll never miss a show. That's the magic of podcasting. We're publishing this on November 11th of 2020, and it is Member Appreciation Month at WQA. We certainly want our members to know how much we appreciate their work on behalf of the industry. And if you're not yet a member, why, visit wqa.org membership and join. Now's the perfect time to become part of our growing community. In this episode, we'll talk with John Packard about his Culligan dealership's response to the pandemic, how he changed his communication strategy with his 32 dealerships and employees as a result of the crisis, and how he views the value of WQA membership. Later, we'll have our WQA tip. Now on to John Packard on WQA Radio. I am pleased to be joined by John Packard, and uh, John is a longtime WQA member, past president, past president of the Minnesota Water Quality Association. And John, great to catch up with you. Thanks, as always, for joining us. You're, this is not your first time on the podcast, so welcome back, as they say. Well, thanks, Wes. Uh, I guess it's good to be back. <laughs> well, uh, we, we certainly appreciate you. We appreciate what you've done over the years. You're... Uh, your company is uh, Culligan Water Conditioning of Minnetonka, and you've got 32 dealerships. So you've you've been around the block a few times when it comes to handling water treatment and issues and dealing with all of the different topics that our members face on a day-in, day-out basis. I wanted to begin with what's on the mind of a lot of folks that these days. It's still the pandemic, even though we're you know well toward the end of 2020 as we speak. Um, give me a sense of how it's been for you and your team. Well, um, wow, it's it's been a roller coaster. I, you know, I've been through. I'm old enough. I've been through a bunch of recessions and everything, but I've never been through anything like this. Um, not anything even close. And uh, you know, when it started, I don't know the exact date, but. Um, March 15th, you know, the landscape looked really dismal. And um, I'll tell you what, um, we were all concerned, uh, very concerned um, about the health of our employees and, frankly, the health of our customers. And that's the only two things we focused on. 
um, initially. And uh, I'll tell you, um, we were running um, nervous as all get out for the first six weeks and not knowing what the future was. And after the first six weeks, things started looking up. And luckily, as everybody knows today, we were considered an essential business. And we came through those first six weeks. Um, and, and everything after that um, just improved immensely to the point where um, we are actually having a very good year uh, with the exception of small business. So today, as I'm talking to you, I'm extremely pleased with um, where our company sits right now. How did you handle, John, the issue of remote working conditions, some people having to work uh, on location, other people having to work from home? How did that all get settled in your mind and in the minds of the other managers? Well, uh, fundamentally, you know, our, our home office is in Minnesota, so uh, Minnesota kind of locked down right away, as did we. And we basically told any employee that didn't have to come to work not to come to work. And so that included our entire sales force. They worked from home immediately. And the entire accounting department, the HR department, um, the IT department, all for the most part work from home and some management. And, uh, uh, you know, that was, that was how we started. Um, we, we didn't have the capability to send our CSRs home. Um, uh, today, as we sit here, we do have the capability to have some of that transpire, although that's still very difficult. That's something we're working on for the future, frankly, uh, in case this ever happens again. But um, that's, that's kind of how we dealt with the initial surge of it, uh, the initial lockdown. Yeah. Right. And, and your comments mirror some of the other comments we've heard over the last several months as we've talked with members on this podcast and in other situations. So uh, good to hear that that you were able to weather the storm as well as you have and to come out the other side. Now, we're not done. No. right? It's not over. Not I mean, we, long. And you talked to you talked a second ago about, you know, trying to figure out what to do if this ever happens again or. Uh, however, other uh, whatever other kinds of innovations you can put into effect. So I'm kind of curious, you know, did you learn certain things along the way? You didn't know it at, at week six. You didn't maybe know it at month three, but maybe you had a better handle uh, at month six, you know, um, or or you're getting a better handle on some of the things you need for your various uh, teams. What what kinds of things can you tell us? Well, for sure, virtual meetings became the lay of the land for us. You know, we have, like you mentioned, 32 locations in 10 states, and we went immediately. We, we were having virtual meetings every day um, with various groups, various, the, the GMs, the, uh, you know, um, the general managers, the area managers. Um, it, it was virtual meeting 
of Bonanza. And, um, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, we were using them somewhat prior to that, but not to the extent uh, we have. And we've really gotten good at that. And we just recently had our annual meeting, which we always have. And we, we, we gathered 90 people virtually. And it was it came off fairly well. I I I hated looking at four pages of people, but um, it 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 came off amazingly well. And there definitely we learned the advantages of virtual. It 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 will not replace face to face. But I've talked to a bunch of people in the industry and a bunch of business people, and it certainly will be the new normal. Will be more virtual meetings i can tell you that at least at least from my vantage point well it, it certainly created some efficiencies we didn't know we probably had before or at least we didn't maybe not you know not aware of uh the different things you could do i mean you could flick on your computer screen and all of a sudden you're talking to two or three people who you would have had to have you know gone through a number of different uh scheduling adjustments just to get people in the same room. Now you don't have to do that. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, and, and from the association standpoint, we're, we were right there with you with all of the various zoom and, and, or other kinds of platforms. Um, so what do you think going into 2021? Any, uh, crystal ball? Oh man. You know, if I had it, um, I tell you, I, I, I'll tell you, I, uh, you know, we're trying to to come up with our normal business plan and and get our big issues. Um, I just I, I I think you know just me uh, uh, looking ahead is we are um, preparing for coming out of this rather gradually. I, I don't see any coming out until at least. The spring from the from the position we're in right today, um, and uh, I think it'll be a gradual coming out. We've gotten used to it, the new normal, as everybody calls it. Um, you know, we've we've done a bunch of things. Um, you know, we have curbside service for customers. We've spread out our offices. Our employee groups don't mix. I don't see that changing for quite some time. I mean. I'm, I'm trying to prepare our employees for that as well. Um, you know, um, I, I just, uh, I'd like to be a little more positive thinking. However, I'm going to prepare for the worst and hope for the best. Yeah, no, that's a very important point. I think a lot of times leadership, if people, uh, I don't know, you have various concepts of leadership, right? And, and one of the basic principles, I think, is just preparing your employees for what they're about to face yeah. uh, or what they could continue to face. And if I'm not saying you got to tell them every detail, but there's got to be some sense of preparation. Yeah. I mean, I, I love transparency. And, and, you know, that's one of the things, you know, Derek and I learned, Derek being my son, very early on, we we put out weekly um, uh videos of he and I talking to all our employees once a week. And that lasted for, I'm going to tell you, uh, gosh, at least uh, five months. 
and um, where we could we could speak directly to them. We started every Friday so they could watch it at home <laughs> on the weekends. And it was only five minutes, but it was exactly what was going on with the company, with the customers, uh, with them, and uh, relaying the fact that we, number one, was everyone's health, and that was what we were going to concentrate on. And um, that, I think, really helped us uh, to such an, an extent that we are going to continue those. We're not going to do them weekly, but we are going to continue that type of communication. Um, with my system, um, um, I was I was kind of amazed how how they really appreciated seeing and hearing from us that often during that really trying time. So that was something new then. You hadn't been doing those before the pandemic. That's correct. We had well, not. All right. So a great, great uh, innovative way of managing is making sure people not only saw um, memos and various emails, but they heard, saw and heard you on camera. What did you use? Uh, YouTube or what? Uh, some other platform? No, we actually just used... Uh, you know, the recording on uh, the go-to meeting recording device. Oh, okay. And recorded it and then shot it out to them. And, uh, you know, it was a real simple uh, device. And uh, uh, it was easy for us to put together. And, and we could actually, uh, you know, do it separately, which we had to at times because we weren't in the office. Uh, mm -hmm. all the time. And uh, it, you know, I could have done it, uh, you know, from New York, and he could have done it from Minneapolis. But um, that became a really nice vehicle that um, we got the employees, um, I think, really appreciated. At least we had a number of comments about that. Well, let me wrap it up here. We're recording this and, and uh, putting this out during Member Appreciation Month at WQA. We want to let the members know, obviously, that we appreciate their hard work and their commitment to the mission of WQA and quality water and all of those things. How's, how's WQA been able to help you over the years? I mean, you're, again, your experience, your legendary people uh, love to hear what you have to say. So... Um, yeah, I'm curious as to what you can say about WQA and membership. Well, you know, uh, it's been um, it's been a terrific relationship for me. Um, all the training, all the education, all that, you know, the help during the pandemic, the you know, the uh, the early on uh, assuring that we were an essential business, all that. Uh, came into play. And right now, to be to be honest with you, with, you know, the training, we can't have face-to-face -face training and the training aids um, are very helpful. Um, you know, we have to, uh, that's been a real challenge for our people is maintaining the training because we are, we're still hiring and, and uh, you know, people are leaving and we've got turnover and we need competent employees and, uh, um, that's a, that's a big part of what WQA does for our organization. So, um, we're real happy with all that. And, uh, it just, you know, when times like this happen and you can't go face to face, um, it's, you know, you've got those aids and, uh, 
you still need to train. It's challenging. Some employees appreciate it. Some are not, you know, cued into it. But um, it's uh, it's something that that I really appreciate. Believe me. Well, I kept you longer than I thought I was going to when we started. But, uh, you know, conversations can sometimes take a little different course. So I appreciate your time, John. This has been great. Any further thoughts to close? No, uh, you know, I just uh, uh, I'm so appreciative of what how our industry has weathered this. Um, I know I was on a call just recently with uh, a bunch of uh, other dealer friends of mine uh, talking about our businesses. And and most of us feel that way. Um, Other than small business, that's where we got hurt a little bit. But the residential coming back more than made up for that, generally speaking. And I'm real happy. I'm glad WQA is weathering the storm. I'm sure that is problematic for you guys. But, uh, you know, I hope everybody can hang in there and, you know, we'll get through this. We know that. It's just a matter of when. Yeah, exactly. John Packard, thank you very much for joining us on WQA Radio. Thank you, Wes. Our WQA tip November is Member Appreciation Month at WQA, and we certainly want to thank our members for their hard work in carrying out the mission of quality water. If you're not yet a member, you're missing out on the valuable resources WQA can provide, such as advocacy and regulatory monitoring, education, our valuable knowledge base, and powerful networking opportunities. Learn more at wqa.org membership. Thanks for listening to WQA Radio, a podcast of the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Remember, you can subscribe to WQA Radio on most popular podcast apps. Learn more about water at wqa.org and, of course, learn about WQA product certification, professional certification, and how you can become a member at wqa.org. This is Wes Bleed. So long from WQA Radio.